Welcome to Swift Coaches Academy, a podcast dedicated to bringing health and wellness professionals the uncensored truth behind what it really takes to succeed in the health industry with me, your host, Zania Wood. As an accredited exercise physiologist and business owner for almost a decade, I'm on a mission to transform the lives of ambitious health professionals like you who want more and are ready to take action to create incredible impact in your careers and unlock financial freedom in your business. So join me as I speak candidly with industry leaders about the struggles and successes from within the trenches through thought-provoking conversations. In today's episode, we dive into the critical role accountability appointments and buddies play in our personal and professional growth. If you're consistently struggling to hold yourself accountable at any task, this episode is jam-packed with helpful strategies, perspectives, and actionables that will help you kickstart a new accountability mindset that will set you up for success. Zen, happy Wednesday. How are you going? I am going good. What have you been up to this week? Um, This week has been a nice week to start a bunch of new things. I started going to a new gym. I've started a new practice for my morning sort of ritual. Uh, I started a new no coffee, which is it's good days and bad days. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a new week for me, uh, but I'm enjoying it. What about you? You've had a lot going on lately. How's, uh, how's all of the, the expectations you've set for yourself going? Look, um, I often uh, set very high ones, and so if I achieve half of that, I'm still like, okay, I had a pretty decent week, um, and... I want to get better at strategies to, to help hold myself accountable to things because I know that uh, in conversations with our business mentees and with you that we've had is that when you are the business owner, there's no one that holds you accountable other than your clients who need their programs done at the time of their session. Literally anything else you do in your business, it you have to have like a lot of diligence and a lot of commitment and whatnot to actually achieve things outside of just getting what you need to get done for your clients because literally the buck stops with you. And if you don't do it, it affects usually just you. And then maybe if you're self-employed, it's also going to affect like your finances. And then maybe if you have a partner or a family, it affects them as well. But usually if you don't tell anyone, you're like going to release or start this new project <laughs> and you're just like, oh, well, I didn't do it. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of the problem, right? Like the, yeah. So looking to um, dive back into some stronger accountability strategies for myself that I can help support myself and you guys. And um, yeah. I like that. What When you say stronger accountability strategies, can you take us through some of the ones that you have used in the past, haven't worked, have worked, some of the, the ones you're going to hold on to in your toolbox to keep going forward? Take us through some of that. Yeah. Um, I often talk about the carrot and stick approach. I know that this isn't something that works for everyone or some people don't like this. Uh, so take it or leave it. I find that at least... The carrot approach is something that we should all be implementing. Whether you implement the stick approach or not depends on how hard and firm you are. And, you know, if it's something that's aligning with your values and you're wanting to move towards, um, it's also like it's a moving towards and moving away from strategy, right? So carrot and stick approach is that you are the donkey. There's a carrot in front of you and there's a stick that's going to whack behind you if you don't hurry up and get the thing done. 
Um, but you get to like <laughs> walk towards the carrot. Carrot being the reward. Um, so I really like using a carrot and or stick approach um, in stuff that helps me the best. And honestly, I personally work best with a stick approach. I don't necessarily need a carrot, um, but a stick approach really works well for me. And so versions of that that I've used before, I would say the most effective ones have been when I jump on Instagram stories and I tell the people who are following me, this is what I'm doing and this is when it will be done by and it's launching a new program or it's bringing out this thing or it's a, it's a deadline that I've set for myself and it's now no longer just a deadline for myself because I've spoken it out into the world and then I've also put opportunities for people to buy in or come along or whatever it is. So it's like, fuck, there's at least, you know, a couple people who have committed already to that when I've just launched it. Um, to doing the thing that I said I was going to do. And it's like, well, now I have to do the other things leading up to it um, because I've got people who are waiting for me to deliver on that promise at that date that I said. Um, and having high level of integrity means that I'm not going to flake on them or push back timelines. Just like you wouldn't be like, oh, well, I didn't do my client program, so... We're here anyway, like, do you want to just do a set? Like, you wouldn't say that to a client. Like, you would have the fucking program ready, I would hope. Um, so that's been the stick approach in terms of, like, getting in front of people who I want to, um, you know, see me as a bit of a role model or to who, you know, want me to help them and I've committed to something. That is, I believe, the strongest version of accountability that you can have um, because then you absolutely get the shit done that needs to get done before that date. Um, that's probably worked the best. I, Other things that we've used... I would say you've used, used that with oh, us sorry, as well, Zen. I would say you've used that with us as well. Um, you've turned to me in the past, um, not too not too long ago, and said, hey, I'm, I'm letting you know that I've written this goal down for myself. Um, I want this done by Friday, blah, blah, blah. If I don't send it to you... I'm giving, I think, like, it's been, like, money bonuses for me, <laughs> which is kind of intuitive because I like money and, you know, but, no, the idea so is obviously one that. after. <laughs> oh, remember that oh, thing you said that you needed like... me to do? <laughs> yeah, uh, so it's 501. You said you'd send it at five. Uh, $100 can be transferred to me now, please. Um, no, but, but, <laughs> but it has to work. It has to work for, um, it has to work for you, right? And so... I found the reason I did that is because someone, you know, me just saying, oh, Claire, I want to have this done, like wasn't helping me actually achieve the thing because I'm still technically the boss. And so Claire's like, well, you didn't do it, but like, I can't fire you. Like there's no, there's no huge repercussion of me not doing the thing because I'm <laughs> the one who's still effectively in charge and um so you know whether you have a team or not you absolutely can do this with your team if you have a team um and if you don't you can do it with like a partner or whoever else um but i find that particularly accountability of any kind if especially if you get a partner or like one of your closest friends in on this to help hold you to a high standard and you say hey i really need to go to the gym three times a week and I'm going to commit to Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 6am. So I'm going to send you a sweaty selfie at 7am on those three days. If I do not send that to you, then we don't get to go and have ice cream on the weekend, whatever it is. Right. Um, but yeah, for me, it was like, I got to a point where I was 
being flaky with myself and I wasn't holding myself to the high standard that I know I wanted to. And I was like, I just keep fucking putting this off. I was like, Claire, I need some support with this. Um, I'm not holding myself accountable and I need some help from you. Um, and I said, I don't really like, I don't really know what, what to do here. Um, but I do know that I don't really like, you know, other things I've used before is like, if you don't do this, you have to go for a 5k run and running is not my favorite thing on the planet. Um, so I'd prefer to, I prefer to literally do six hours of work on the weekend than go for a 5k run. Um, so that's a pretty good stick approach for me, but so is, so is, uh, saying something to Claire or, you know, if, if this is someone else saying to, um, a close friend, a partner or whatever, if I don't do this, then whatever it is that is going to be um, something that feels like you something you want to move away from. So giving Claire a hundred dollars is not something that I want to just be like, oh here, have a hundred bucks because I didn't commit to my fucking promise. Like that um, feels shit. And also there's a repercussion of that because oftentimes in business, there's no immediate repercussion of you not doing a thing in the moment. And that's what I'm trying to create so that we have this delayed gratification, but, but we don't, we also have delayed repercussions. So it's like, if I don't, post on Instagram today, there's zero immediate repercussions. But if I don't do that for six months, then I'm probably going to see a downtake in the number of people who start to reach out to us online as some form of lead strategy. So um, those are some stick approaches that I've used. Um, Obviously (laughs) making them... I think what's important here is making the carrot and stick approach relevant to the level of difficulty of the activity or like how much you've been putting it off. So it doesn't matter if it's like post one thing on Instagram, which feels not little, uh, sorry, feels little, but maybe you haven't done that for five weeks. And so that's actually become quite a big deal. And so, you know, you're not going to go to dream world on the weekend. If you, I don't know, you got up on your first alarm. Like that's not, it's not equivalent to the accountability that you gave for yourself. Um, so, yeah. but, you know, it if you do two hours of... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you do two hours of Instagram or content creation, then, yeah, go out for a nice dinner and treat yourself to that or do something that is rewarding for you. Um, so carrot and stick approach is something that I often implement. Uh, and I also like to... Note that the carrot, sorry, the stick approach should be something that is healthy for you that you don't enjoy. So I'm not telling people to go and like do a shot of wasabi and like it's it's not something that's necessarily benefiting you probably, but it's like you know, would you normally like the idea of sitting and meditating for thirty to sixty minutes? Some people would be like, fuck that. And I'm like, okay, well then that's your thing because it's healthy and helpful for you, but it's not something you enjoy. So that's the the stick approach that I take. It still has to benefit you. Um, It's not doing something that is harming you or taking you away from your goal. Um, It is something that still benefits you in a different way and is something that you often don't like as much. Yeah, I would definitely, the one thing that I would add to that as well Zen, everything you've said is things I completely understand, agree with, and probably implemented in my own life. Um, But one thing I have noticed, which I have fallen into the trap of, is 
Sometimes I choose an accountability buddy that will be pretty lenient on me, a.k.a. mumsy. Like, my mum obviously loves me. And so if I say, hey, mum, it's really important to me. I want to, you know, stick to going to the gym three times a week this week. And I'm going to do it because of this. And I'm going to lay out all the reasons that I need her to make sure I do it. And on Wednesday morning, when I said I was going to be there, I text her and I say, hey, what are you doing? Do you want to get some breakfast? And instead of going, oh, Claire, I would love to get some breakfast, but you told me that on a Wednesday at seven, you were going to do this thing. And I'll go, yeah, but mum, like, you know, I, I kind of already did it and I did a little bit extra on Monday and I'll do a bit more on Friday. And so do you want to get breakfast? And she'll go, well, yeah, I want to get breakfast. And so there's, there's absolutely a point at which you have to kind of audit the people in which are holding you accountable because I think as much as my mum loves me and my dad would probably be the same they're probably not the best accountability buddies so there's got to be a you know some and I think in business it's probably the same thing probably don't get someone who doesn't who is going to be more lenient than you because it's almost worse than holding myself accountable to the thing Um, and I don't know if you've had the same scenario but that's certainly something that I was thinking of while you're telling that story thinking yep accountability buddies are actually the best just pick the right ones (laughs) yeah I think for me what I choose to do in that scenario is find someone who I look up to I respect and I don't want to let down Um, and so that's huge because sometimes if you say something and especially if it's someone who really does love you they're going to be like it's okay you know, and it totally yeah. is. If like in retrospect, if you don't get it done, it totally is okay, and it's not okay to continue doing that and continue feeding yourself the cycle or whatever of, oh, it's always okay if I don't hold myself to the standards that I've accepted. Um, you're like you're allowed to say it's okay, and Zenia, you owe me that hundred dollars because that's what you committed yeah. to, right? So you can tough love this and make sure that absolutely you choose your accountability buddies wisely we have them in our business mentorship program so that people are holding each other accountable um and actually something else that i track every single time we have a coaching call is what's called an mit it's called your most important task i stole this from a book called the one thing uh can't remember who it's by but if you look that up it's uh pretty well known and they speak about your mit your most important task for that week and This is not, my most important task is, I like to use it as something that is going to push you or your business forward in the next 7 to 10, 12, 14 days. Um, And so it's not, oh, I need to write my programs because it's like, you're already going to do that. It's something that's actually pushing you forward in a way that you want to show up and hold yourself to a standard. These are self-selected as well. So I'm not telling someone this is what they have to do. They have to bring their goal to me and say, this is what I want to achieve. And I'm very clear on like your most important task is not like, oh, collect some emails. I'm like, okay, but like how many emails? How are you going to do that? Like, let's be really clear on the objectives. Like, can I tick a box? And say, yes, you've done this. No, you haven't done this. It has to be a binary response. I get um, our mentees at the start of call to do thumbs up or thumbs down. There's no like middle range. Like if you did 90% of it, you didn't do it. And so um, that's also some group accountability, right? Of being like, it's totally fine if it's a thumbs down that week. And you turn around and you go, actually, what happened is my sister went into hospital and it didn't become my priority. And I'm like, that's very fair. We have shit that happens. And it's also important to acknowledge that there are times that we 
let ourselves go with our accountability or what we said we wanted to do. And it helps us realize what is the most important thing. Because people say often to me, they're like, oh, it's to do this and this and this. And I was like, most important. They're like, yeah, but, and I'm like, they're like, oh, but I'm going to do that one anyway. So I'm like, no, no, no. I didn't say which one are you going to do. I said, what is the most important thing? Because if we can focus on that, everything else is fluff. The most important thing, if nothing else gets done in the next seven days, and it can be fucking take yourself to a, the beach and lay there for an hour because I need to do some self-care. Like I'm not, I'm not specifying that every single week it has to be something related to like, I have to get three new clients signed up. Yes, that absolutely could be it. And also acknowledging that if the most important thing for you that week is just to fucking slow down, then prioritize it. Make it the thing that you absolutely get done. And so that means, like we've spoken about before, blocking that into your time, into your calendar. Like, when are you going to do that? How many hours do you need? What else do you need to execute on that task? And I find that the accountability of that, it's, it's not just this is the task, but when am I going to get it done? Who's holding me accountable? Am I getting followed up or is someone following up with me? Am I following up with them? Like, what is the um, process of that? so that we can make sure that we're supported. And if, literally the other day, um, I had a mentee who, who we spoke about the week before, she wanted to get uh, one of our practical masterclasses watched on replay by, and, and then I said, cool, when do you want to do that? And she was like, oh, I think I could do that on Tuesday morning. I was like, cool, what time? She was like, fuck, um, I think you could probably do it at like 9.30. <laughs> I'm like, cool, takes an hour. So at 10.30, I'm gonna text you. And if you haven't before that time sent me a photo of you doing it, then I'm going to send you a message and be like, where's, where is it? You said you're going to do it. Is everything okay? Check in with them first, make sure shit hasn't hit the fan and then hold them accountable because you're absolutely right, Claire, in that oftentimes the people who love us the most are also the worst accountability buddies. And so finding someone who you're almost a little nervous to show up having not done the thing for, um, and then if you can also in turn make that something that you're nervous or you, you're, you're, you feel that way about showing up for yourself because at the end of the day, we're our biggest I accountability agree. buddies. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. And I think, I think the biggest thing that I take away from accountability buddies, right, is, and I often use you as one because I do look up to you in many, many ways for personal and professional accountability things that I want to set for myself. I feel so proud of myself. If I set a goal and I say, hey, Zen, I want to do this by this date. I want to do this whenever. And I now know I've said it out loud, not only to someone and not only to anyone, but to someone that I will be disappointed in myself if I don't at least do my very best to hit that goal. Then when I do, I'm usually far more elated by the fact that I've hit that goal and done that thing. And, and it's sort of like that that adrenaline rush or the, you know, the, the rush of, um, what's the, there's a rush of feeling once you do exercise, I've had a mind blank, but you know, the feeling that you get once you've done exercise, (laughs) that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Like that, once you've done the thing, you're like, wow, why didn't I do this sooner? Or I'm really glad that I had someone hold me accountable because often when we put things off, it's, it's just delaying that, that feeling. So having someone hold you accountable to that is really all we're doing. And I think, there's probably a lot of us that could probably do that in our personal life as well 
if not more importantly than doing it in our professional life as well. And it rolls on to you with your clients too, right? If you're showing up in those ways and you can then hold them accountable and you can do this first with yourself because coaching has to come from self-coaching before you can coach and lead others, your clients will see that and they're like, fuck, well, now I'm wanting to show up for them and for me and if there's a ton of accountability there and there's support and you know we spoke about this with the team literally Claire um, on Tuesday in development with the boys Um, I was talking about you know they're talking about habits and how can I support you with your exercise I know you haven't been getting the three sessions a week that you wanted to be getting Um, and they're like and then uh, one of the guys said one of us uh, our team said oh well you know I said I'd check in with them Um, And then the client was like, oh, yeah, great. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know if that client actually was like as committed to the goal as you were. I think that what we need to do is make sure it's a communal goal and they're involved in that process so that they're setting the accountability and then you're supporting with them. And so if they say, I want to do gym three times a week, you say, "Okay, great. When would you like to when um, can you fit that into your schedule this week? And they go, oh, I don't know. You're like red flag. They're probably not going to do it if we don't block something in. And so then you go, cool, well, you know, is there a morning? Is there an evening? And then they're like, oh, I actually don't think I could do three sessions. I could do two. And so then it's okay to wiggle room that or manipulate that and then go, cool, if you can do two, when can you do those? And they're like, oh, I actually can't do 45 minutes. Like, so, so you're hearing the things that they're like, they've already put these roadblocks in place. And it's like, the goal is not to be like, I'm sorry, you have to do your three sessions of 45 minutes and there's no exception. It's like, if you feel like that's unmanageable, then let's do a little bit more than what you're doing now. Do you have 20 minutes on a Thursday afternoon? They're like, yeah, I do actually. It's like, okay, what time? And then they block it in. And then you say, great. You said you want to do it at four. At 4.30, can you send me a sweaty selfie of you completing the session so that um, we can celebrate that you did this and that you committed to the thing um, so that I can you know, be part of this journey with you? And so then they're like, shit, I know. And I literally, I, I, and I tell the clients this or our business mentees when I do it, I'm like, oh, cool. You said you wanted to do that thing by 10.30 in the morning. Uh, I'm going to get my phone out right now and set an alarm in my phone at 10.30. If I don't have a message from you, expect a message from me. Because that is holding someone <laughs> to a high standard. That is accountability. And I remember when I said to you the $100, I, I put it off for like the whole day which is just what we fucking do as humans and I think is silly. Um, And the people who don't do that get much better results. But what I did was I put it off and I think it was like till it was 7 p.m. or something like that. And I was like putting it off, putting it off. And then I was like, no, fuck this. I was like, I'm not giving Claire $100. And I like did it and I like fully get it done. And then I was like, done it. (laughs) Um, And so um, I remember that 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 was a good moment for me because I realized that that is the level of accountability that I personally need to make sure that when I really need to get something done, that works for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it speaks for itself, right? I didn't get a hundred dollars mad, <laughs> but we learned um, a very good way in terms of what your stick needs to be, what someone's carrot needs to be. And um, I think you just, yeah, you gotta, you gotta work through that. And, but it's, it's so important um, to, if you recognize that you can't hold yourself accountable or you don't have yet the muscle of accountability discipline, 
it needs to come from an external source. It needs to come from someone that you look up to, just as you said, the criteria of who you need to basically look for in a, an accountability buddy. You need to put the effort in and you need to, to find that because that is where growth happens. That is where you move forward personally and professionally. And until you decide, just as you've explained in that scenario, until you decide, okay, this is, this is not working on my own um, or it's not working to the full capacity of what it could be, that's when you start to make changes and that's when things start to really happen. And you're only gonna, you're only putting off this elated feeling of like, wow, look what I did. I'm, you know, I'm quite good at this and I can keep going and you like the achieve, achievements and success. So yeah, I think don't wait, do now. And start small, like give yourself some, some runs on the board and give yourself some wins. You're not asking your clients to go and run a marathon before they've run a 5k. It's the same thing here. So get some runs on the board with it. Um, find an accountability buddy. If you are looking for some higher level support, um, from me and our team with our business mentorship, we are always open for you guys to reach out and, um, see if we're right for you with that sort of stuff as well. Um, the most important thing here is to make sure that you are doing things that are aligning with your long-term goals, not the shit that feels good on that day in that moment. Because oftentimes it's like, I don't, I don't want to sit behind my computer for 12 hours a day. Do I do it sometimes because of the outcome I'm going to receive in a year from now? Absolutely, I do. Um, and so that is the difference. It says, it says everything that you're just going to say. I'm just going to say it again, so I'm not going to. I'll save everyone the time. But I will, what I will put in is in the in the notes of this episode, if, you, if you've heard enough to think that I probably need an accountability buddy and Zen sounds like a good person, um, please click on the link and it will take you through going through and having a quick chat with her and we can see if you are right fit for us and if um, we can potentially hold you accountable to so some big goals you might have for you or your business in the future. Awesome. Alrighty. Chat to you next time. Bye. Did you find something valuable in this episode? If so, I'd like to ask a tiny favor. If you have 30 seconds now, I'd love you to follow or share the podcast. That way we can continue to bring you more real, raw, and uncensored stories from industry leaders. We also love hearing from you and what you loved about every episode. The best way to reach out is to DM me personally on Instagram at Swift Coaches Academy. Until next time, and in whatever you do, move swiftly.